Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. studios of Cumulus Media Knoxville. This show belongs to you at 656-9900. 656-9900. The sports you need before sunrise is on the air. You're inside the starting lineup with Tyler Ivins and Will West on 99.1 The Sports Animal. All right, good Tuesday morning to you, 656-9900, 1-866-656-9900. Tyler Ivins, Will West, a lot we have to get into before 9 a.m. this morning, including your chance to score from Food City. If you're looking for a big game meal for the big game this Sunday, guess what? $25 could go a long way, and you'll be entered in the drawing to win a $250 gift card. Could you imagine what your party could look like before Kansas City and San Francisco kick off? Five days from now, we give you that opportunity all before 9 a.m. this morning. All right. D- does it feel like it's it's Super Bowl week nope. to you? Not even a little bit. Not even a little. Not even a little. Why nope. is that? Because Kobe's passing is one portion of it, I'm, I'm, I'm saying. It's just, to me, it's Kobe. My attention right now is on Kobe, and I did no watching last night on the NFL Network of the opening press conferences. It was opening. Yesterday was me, essentially the opening of media day for Super Bowl yeah, they, they call it NFL opening night is what they call right. it for Super Bowl week these days. And it's where you have, you know, people dressed up in clown suits trying to interview George Kittle. Right. And I just last night, my attention was drawn to it seems that every sporting event in the world that is going on, whether it's the Australian Open, whether it's the National Hockey League last night, college basketball, it seems in some way, shape or form players on their skates players on their shoes on a court, people with wristbands with the number eight on one side and a sweatband with 24 on the other. It seemed that everywhere across the globe, no matter where you were watching, in Canada, Australia, Europe, or it was happening here in the States, somebody in some way, shape, or form was honoring Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and and, and that and that's probably part of why it doesn't feel like, you right. know what I mean? It's Super Bowl week. The other portion of it is I, don't, I just don't think anything can hold our attention for two weeks anymore. And time was the Super Bowl could hold our attention. And maybe if you add, like at some portion of this, we have one star player in this entire Super Bowl. Could that be a portion of it? It's Patrick Mahomes, who a lot, a lot of the country maybe, you know you know about Patrick Mahomes, sure. but it's not like the average person out there can tell you when Patrick Mahomes did this, I was Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. We all know like this game, this game, this game from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. We've had the usual suspects and we've had veterans that have been kind of headlining the Super Bowl from a quarterback position on on either the AFC or NFC side at some point in time. And there's just, you have Mahomes, who is a star, uh, but I think there are as many people who know Mahomes from a State Farm commercial for Aaron Rodgers as they do. You mean my Mahomes? Uh, Yes, as they do anything else. So so I can't help but wonder, is that part of it now that we just look, and you wait two weeks because you got to set the infrastructure up and things like that. But there was... For the majority of my life, that week off for the Super Bowl for after the conference championship meant 
we did nothing but talk about the Super Bowl for two weeks, right. and it was not. That's just not the case anymore. Nothing can hold our attention is like it, that. And, and is it weird that we're not talking about the Super Bowl right now? Especially looking at this matchup, where a lot of people believe that this could be one of the best matchups we've had since Wilson versus Brady. I mean, a lot of people knew that Seattle New England game was going to be solid, and it lived up to the billing. All you got to do is give Marshall on the ball, and we're talking about something else different. But I mean, this is a number one defense against a number one scoring offense. There's a lot of people out there. I should say number one defense, number one in certain categories, but top three defense in the NFL. I mean, a lot of people were drumming this up to be one of the more epic Super Bowls we've seen in a decade, if if maybe two Super Bowls in a decade plus. It, it's I think it's going to be close. I, I think that there's this is the time of year, and I'm not a big fan of this, but especially the ESPNification of in order to hire people who they wanted to hire who are very nice writers and storytellers, they don't know anything. And so it can be tough to, um, you know, remember when they put Kornheiser in the booth? Why did they do that? They did that because they were like, well, we think the game's going to take a backseat to the issues and the storylines. And so we want somebody in there that can talk about the issues and storylines, not just the game of football. Well, it failed. People wanted to talk about football. But with the rest of their hires, I think a lot of it is you have a lot of people who can hot take, and you have a lot of people who can who can talk about the storylines, right. and they can't talk about the game, right? So it's used to this time of year or this time of the week, we would be talking about the issues around this Super Bowl, and then you would get to the game itself Thursday, Friday, and then you'd have the Super Bowl on on Sunday. Um, there, what are the issues in this one, or what are the storylines in this one? Can Andy Reid get over the hump? Is it something That's that it. I think that the average fan is really that concerned about? No, but because he's a coach, and, not a you know what I mean. He's not the vocal point. He's not the center of the attention of this game. He's not a superstar. But in my opinion, the number one storyline right now, most certainly, is Andy Reid. Can yeah, he win without, this one without question? Can Andy Reid get over the hump, and can Kyle Shanahan make up for twenty-eight to three? Like just in fairness. If Andy Reid wins this game, I mean, he's been banging on the door of that fraternity for some time. Yeah. And it's, you know, it might be just one, but I mean, can you imagine what he now becomes a part of if he does get his one? Because there's a lot of people out there who's like, well, you got to bring up Andy Reid, right? Well, how many rings does Andy Reid have? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. How many times has he been shunned at the fraternity door of, hey, come on in and party with us? He might be able to start serving drinks if he gets that one. How many times has he choked in that spot? If we're just being honest. That's the thing. We're just being honest. Now, I I don't put McDab on him, right? That's that's that was a choke job done on the field, not off the field, I think. But it wasn't like he set them in such an incredible position that they could get they could overcome that. Um, so, so that's the, that's the storyline here. And Andy Reed is not, Andy Reed's not a superstar in the national football league. There aren't very many national superstar coaches in the NFL anymore. Anyway, Sean Payton's a star coach. Bill Belichick's a star coach outside of those two. Who's a star coach in the NFL anymore because of all the turnover that we've had. My top five coaches, you just named two of them. Would you put Tomlin as a superstar coach? Tom, Tom Tomlin's a star coach. He's not on the same level. I don't think as Payton and, and a lot of it's because post Katrina and all that stuff that happened with with the Saints. Uh, is I, I Pete Carroll a superstar? Pete Carroll is, and Andy Tomlin Reed. should be, but Tomlin has a really just kind of quiet personality. So Pete Carroll's in that superstar category. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so then you then you have Tomlin, then you have Reed. So there's that there's that cutoff mark of three. I think, or even I would put Tomlin on a on a scale ahead of Andy Reid, even. And Andy Reid shouldn't, because if you look around the look around the league, yeah. how many guys that are from the Andy Reid coaching tree? Oh, it's unbelievable. That are around, Those but, branches are far. Yeah, but if you think about it, like Mike Tomlin's had a little bit of a coaching tree, too, but we don't talk about it because Mike Tomlin doesn't talk about it. Like, he's such a quiet guy. That's, right. that, that keeps him from going from star to superstar status, unfortunately. John Harbaugh might be a bigger star 
than than those guys as well. In my eye, Mike Tomlin's a superstar, just how he handled Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown in that same locker room for well, so many how years. He, how he handled uh, Todd Haley and oh. and 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 Big Ben in that locker yeah. room. I mean, that should make him a star. But the unfortunate part is the average the, the average fan out there. There's not a lot to get yourself fired up about until we actually get to the game itself. I was sitting at the lounge yesterday, and you know what I mean by the lounge. Not one person brought up the Super Bowl. Yeah. Every television that was on yesterday, whether it was news, whether it was sports, whether it was local, they were bringing up an aspect of Kobe Bryant's life or what you should do to remember Kobe Bryant. And that's something I want to get into today. And why is it immediately, not even 48 hours since the crash has been reported, are we already rushing to how we're going to honor? It's like we don't even give time things time to breathe anymore. No, but people in the immediate immediacy of the moment, when it comes to honor, People in the immediacy of the moment want to do something to honor the person who just passed away. I do think that for me, where I look at it, and I'm just saying we we can't let this breathe, is when people start. the. I, I saw a piece that was on the Daily Beast yesterday that talked about Kobe Bryant's complicated legacy because of the, what happened in Colorado. In 2003. Yeah, and so and, and the unfortunate part is the writer of it, I read this, and was like, oh, the writer's actually never read the police report. None. Like, has no clue. And just says, Kobe did this. Kobe raped a woman. Well, no. it, it's, the kids aren't out yet, so I'm going to say it. The writer says Kobe Bryant raped a woman. And I'm like inaccurate. Well, that's not what that's not even what she said. Yeah. So like how how can you say this and and like and it's twenty it's not twenty four hours after somebody passes away, how can you go about saying this? It doesn't mean you don't bring this into the whole and, and it doesn't sure. mean it, it doesn't it's not in the conversation. Sure. You you can't have read the report and thought that's what happened though. Now, was there something that he thought was consensual and she didn't? If you read the report, they say almost the same things. Kobe and the girl both say almost the identical thing. It's just the way that they read the situation. Is I don't want to get into specific details right. about no, sexual situations. Right, right. But she read this something one way, he read it another way. Right. And, 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 and so I hate to say it, but I think justice was probably served in this situation. Fair. And, and and rarely in a situation like this do you get that, but that is a far cry from 24 hours after somebody died, while people are mourning their their friend and their coworker and their um and their colleague and their and their family member that you're talking about. Kobe Bryant raped a woman. No, no, he didn't. She didn't say that. So how in the world can you say that? Six five six ninety nine hundred one eight six 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 five six ninety nine hundred. Phone lines will be open throughout the entirety of the three hour program. So much more to get into as well. We got Lady Vault tickets coming up to start off hour number three of the program as well, and another chance for you to score one thousand dollars inside Workday Payday. Tyler, Will, we've got you all covered till nine a.m. Mary Kane now with your first Tennessee Lottery sports update on ninety nine one FM, the Sports Animal. This is a Tennessee Education Lottery Sports Minute. In wake of the fatal helicopter crash that took the lives of NBA legend Kobe Bryant and eight others, the NBA has postponed the Lakers and Clippers matchup originally scheduled for tonight. The game is set to be made up at a later date. Nike's also pulled all its Kobe-related items from its website for the time being. In college football, Oklahoma's career touchdown leader and former Cowboys and Titans running back DeMarco Murray is returning to his alma mater as running back's coach. LSU has hired Bo Pelini as defensive coordinator, and Rocky Long is returning to New Mexico as defensive coordinator. A pair of ranked teams in action last night in hoops. Number three, Kansas defeated Oklahoma State 65-50. 18th ranked Iowa came from behind to beat Wisconsin 68-62. No change in the AP men's college basketball poll in the top seven. For the first time this season, Baylor and Gonzaga leading the way at 1-2. The SEC was represented by Kentucky, who moved up two spots. Number 13, Auburn checked in at 17. LSU jumped back into the poll at number 22. 
Tennessee Lottery is proud to have raised more than $5 billion for education in Tennessee. It's going to check the roads with Pete Michael's traffic. That'll come up in 15 seconds. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. So, am I off on this? I feel like I still haven't gotten the answer from just two minutes ago. 99.1 FM to listen to the Sports Animal. Tyler Robbins and Will West. What is the, I guess, like everybody has their own gauge here, but how much time do we need to give this letting people mourn, letting things breathe before we rush to petitions and before we say we need to change this? I saw a couple of cool ideas that are just small little gestures, but I'm not saying that we should not consider, I guess, changing the Jerry West logo to the Kobe logo. It just seems like we're doing so much just complete redecorating the life of Kobe Bryant, the legacy of Kobe Bryant, before we have even had time to even pick out paint. And let's just calm down and let's just find out. We get autopsy reports. Let's just make sure this thing settles first. Well, I, I would. The one thing is this. In life, in the, this, is, this is just a little quick life lesson that I've learned in Please. all these Christmases I have spent on this earth. Um in life, whenever you see somebody react very strongly and quickly to something, they're going to fizzle out on that. Fatigue is going to set in, and they're going to forget about it. And that's a horrible thing when it comes to tragedies. Uh, but when You're it comes wrong. to people overreacting to, like, let's change the logo, Thursday, no one's going to say that because people are people are, have ADD. Right. Society is ADD. So um, there, there's at least that part of it. Now, I mean, no, we don't need to change the logo. Keep the logo what the logo is, right? Um, I don't think Kobe would want you to change the logo, for gosh sakes. So Jerry West is the guy who brought him into Los Angeles. So it's it and brought Pau Gasol into Los yeah. Angeles, even not working for the for the Los Angeles Lakers at the time. Um, so he owes his, a lot of his career to Jerry West. I I so that 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 kind of thing is silly. I, I think it's cool that everybody's kind of honoring him there, and it'll fizzle out as we go through the day, and eventually they will they will bury him and lay him to rest, and his his daughter to rest, and that's. You know what I mean? And, and he will be a memory. I guess one thing, you know, one thing I didn't think about, though, until Brian Rice came in, people like your age, and I would say Kaner didn't even get to see it. But you guys didn't see Jordan, really. I caught, I remember the very first time I ever saw Jordan. And it was when Jordan, believe it or not, the very first time I saw Jordan was the first time he was wearing a White Sox uniform and he had already retired. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember watching Jordan. But the first time that I actually started making the my brain started understanding as a kid who Michael Jordan was. I was nine years old. Well, look, I was 94, and I was just like, man, look at this Rockets team beating up on the Knicks. And I'm sitting there watching this game, and I'm just like, who were the previous champions, Dad? And he was like, oh, the Bulls. You, Michael Jordan, he's playing baseball now. I'm like, well, if he was so good at basketball, why'd he leave for baseball? I'm nine years old. My yeah, old yeah, man's yeah. having to explain this to me. So, so for me, like I, like I, and I think that people my age and a little older – um, it was Larry and Magic, and they saved the NBA. There's not an NBA today without Larry and Magic. It'd be some other basketball association. I'll go back um, to Rick, what Rick Barnes said yesterday. I mean, there's without Larry and Magic, when they were talking about Kobe, if it wasn't for what they did in Salt Lake City at the Final Four, they essentially revamped college basketball yeah. as and, well. And then when they carried over to the NBA. Exactly. Look, and I'll be honest, I think the fix was in that sent Larry to the Celtics and Magic to the to L.A. I absolutely think the fix was in. I think by David Cern, I think it was the right move. All right, so let me make sure I have this right. You make sure the fix was in for Larry, Magic, and you believe the fix was in with Patrick Ewing to the Yeah, mix. I do. I think Lynn Bias go to the Celtics. I think them getting that high of a pick while they had Larry was, and he was dealing, started dealing with some back issues. All of a sudden, well, Lynn Bias is going to the Celtics. 
You know what I mean? Like I, it just David Stern. Like you can't watch some NBA officiating from the nineties and early two thousands and not believe that the fix was in on some things in the NBA at the time. And I think it was the right move, so I'm not ripping them. But then it became it became uh, Michael. And then it was just Jordan for Jordan versus Bad Boys, and that would that was yeah. kind of the Bad Boys were the ones that carried it for a little while, and then it was just Jordan. It was everything. Who, so so who was the guy to you guys? Like to you, who was the end? When I think of the NBA, this is the player that pops in my mind, Eric oh, Kane. Uh, for me, it's LeBron. Okay, but for I mean, Kobe was there. I mean, I, I watched Kobe's almost his entire career. You know that I remember, but uh, now for me, it's LeBron. For so, you, so it, it's MJ. But you got to remember, I didn't start understanding, like, looking at box scores in the new Sentinel paper. When the internet first started coming around, I would dial up AOL to NY Mets Kid 21, would dial up the dial-up internet and try to see what Jordan's box score was from the night before. But before, that two-year lull when he was in baseball, the most dominant player in basketball was either Shaq or Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. Who coincidentally brought in the double decker at Taco Bell that they have now dismissed? <laughs> Point is, though, once which Jordan was a returned, horrible decision, exactly. But you guys bring this back already. Ninety six, though, when he came back and was just like, "Hey, I'm back." That baseball thing didn't work out. Like I think the very first time I ever saw Jordan, understood what. Oh, it by was, the way, can I throw a ball one? down at Bill Byer Stadium when he's wearing a Bears? I, I absolutely don't believe that Jordan retired to go play baseball. I, I think knew- that I think that Jordan was suspended for gambling. I absolutely believe that. Really? Yeah. I, what, what sense does it make that Jordan decided to go do this and then just decided to come well, back and... Well, Space Jam tells us that his dad was a big baseball fan. <laughs> and, uh, you got to believe everything you see on TV. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, but, but for for you, it is Jordan, too. It was still Jordan. Even, yeah. even though you were younger when Jordan happened, it yeah. was Jordan, not Kobe. But I didn't even think about it for Brian. Brian saying, you know, I didn't really see Jordan except for when I, when I was a little kid. Um, but you got to think, I grew up a Knicks fan. You did, yeah. And guess what? Pat Ewing doesn't have a ring because and Brian of Jordan. didn't grow up an, an NBA fan. Right. So that's part of it is he's not an NBA fan. So I here's the thing. Now at 33, I respect now when I look back. of Yeah, Jordan was the greatest. And I realized that Jordan was the greatest. But you best believe he was public enemy number one for me. Oh, was yeah, just I hated like, him too. You are keeping my team from winning rings. Yeah. Allen Houston is because – Allen Houston did – well, Houston's a little stretch because Houston hadn't gotten to the league yet until the late 90s. But at the time, it's like Pat Ewing's not going to get a ring yeah. because of you. Yeah, John Starks is not going to get a ring because of you. Love John Starks. Yeah, big John Starks guy. Um, no, it's it's so it's. I, I I guess I didn't realize that for for a generation he was the NBA right? right, and he was the guy that when you say NBA, what's the one player? Let's play the word association game. Baseball. What's the one player that pops in your head right now? Just just in general. When I say baseball, the first player that pops in your head that you think of? Mike Trout. Okay. Okay. No, for, no. for your for your life? Oh, or, my life? No. Yeah. Oh, did you just talk about? Oh, that's easy. Griffey. Okay. Uh, Jeter. Okay. Yeah. I, I would have said Bonds, right? So, but that probably shows a little bit of the difference in age, sure. right? Between the three. So Keep said, this going. I like in, this. NFL. Oh, Brady. Brady. It is Brady. It used to be Montana. Now it's Brady. That's the unfortunate part. It leaves a horrible taste in my mouth Almost for the National Football fumble. League. Almost said butt fumble. Nah, I wasn't going to say butt fumble. So, so fun. that's the. It's it's. We can't do this with hockey, so let's just keep going. All right, well, Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah. I bought him a beer one time. Sidney Crosby. All right, that's a good one, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean. (laughs) So that's, uh, you brought, you bought, that's right. You did, you told the Bob Wayne Gretzky a beer story. So it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting when you think about generationally what they meant. Cause like for me, Kobe was great. Um, the first portion of that run, Shaq was Batman. Kobe was Robin. And then the second portion of it, Kobe was uh, Kobe wasn't even bad, man. I don't even know what he was. You know, it's funny there. you say that about who those two people were, Shaq and Akeem. Akeem was just so smooth on the floor while Jordan was playing baseball. I remember the very first time 
This is going to sound weird. This is going to show how there only been two times in my life where I've stared at a TV screen and I couldn't say anything. The first time I saw The Undertaker come out in professional wrestling and the first time I saw Shaq. <laughs> hear me out. First time The Undertaker came out in professional wrestling and the first time I saw Shaq rip down the rim and I just stared at the screen and I was like, oh my goodness, who is this large individual? Shaq was the first person. where I remember I was, I was like, Mom, uh, I want a pair of Shaq shoes. You ever see the, the Shaq next to Dwayne Johnson pictures? No. The Rock's 6'4", so. 265. It's huge. And Shaq towers. It's it's <laughs> massive. He looks tiny compared to Shaq. Like, yeah, I just, like, Avery loves to see, like when we run into Glenn Jacobs out, Mayor Jacobs out, because he's so much bigger than I am, and she thinks it's hilarious because nobody else that she knows is. <laughs> like, literally no one else that she knows is bigger than me, and except Mayor Jacobs. And so whenever she thinks it's the best, for whenever we run into each other. That's how Dwayne Johnson and Shaq look in those pictures. Oh, by the way, as we head to the reset, I just want to let you know, uh, Glenn's people reached out to me yesterday. I might have asked, I might have signed you up for something you don't know about yet. I need to tell you about during the break. All right, that's fine. Uh, oh, okay. like if Glenn Jacobs needs it, and I can do it. He's got it. Okay, well, I hope you uh, hope you have an empty stomach in the next couple of weeks. 656-9900. 1-866-656-9900. We'll tell you more about how you can help us help out What's happening with the Knox County Mayor right now with a, a Reed City Adventures USA and what Will West has officially got himself into. Matt on uh, Twitter says, I'm here for the Taco Bell slander regarding the removal of the double-decker taco. Unless you, Matt, you and I have got a lot we got to talk about, and that's so, one thing we do agree on. 656-9900. More what to I appreciate next. about you, uh, LSU, Matt. 991-FM, the sports animal. All right, TSL for your Tuesday continues. It's TSL991 on Twitter, at Tyler Ivins, at Will West WNML. 656 9900 You know, it, the fact that it's Super Bowl week and that the Kobe Bryant situation emerged on Sunday, uh, I got to ask a question, and, and, and I'm never big on living in the hypothetical world, but what do you believe would have happened? Had this occurred five days from now, what um, happens when we wake up on Super Bowl Sunday and Kobe Bryant has passed away? The, the unfortunate part is it would have it would have cast a shadow over everything. It would not have taken over everything the way that it has, but it would have cast a shadow over everything. You know, I I, I look forward to this matchup between San Francisco and Kansas City because I believe that the two best teams in the league are playing for the Super Bowl. Yes. That is better than Baltimore. That's better than Green Bay. That's better than any other team that has shown up this year on the NFL landscape. And I feel like that this is an opportunity for in a year where we could possibly see so many things move on, like, I don't know, uh, perhaps maybe Tom Brady, perhaps maybe Drew Brees. He's going to make his decision in the next couple of weeks. You know, Philip Rivers, they just announced yesterday, or at least Jay Glazer did from Fox Sports. Will they have completely moved on from Philip Rivers that his time in San Diego slash Los Angeles is over? Pat Mahomes winning the Super Bowl in five days could maybe officially him get his hand on the torch. Is winning the Super Bowl for Pat Mahomes officially passing things on to number 15 at Kansas City? Because if it's not, who is still or, now the standard bearer? So, so this, and then that's, and it's been interesting because a lot of people have asked that question. Like, I've watched two different NFL lives where they've debated that with different panels, right? Is it a passing the torch or is it an inviting someone else to the conversation? Well, I see then if that's the case, then maybe you bring up a great point. I think it's more the latter. I think you're more on it than I am 
Because if we're opening the door of, hey, Andy Reid, you just won a Super Bowl, now join the fraternity, you're now part of the he's group. He's joining the fraternity, not he's the torch is passing to him, right? So would you not say the same thing, then, I guess, about his quarterback then? Hey, Pat, come on in and join the fraternity. Probably so. Probably yeah. so. Now, the one thing I do think that we probably, if we're being intellectually honest about the whole right. thing, um, Andy Reid has already passed Belichick as the guy whose assistants you hire. As other another head coach, like his coaching tree is already more successful than Bill Belichick's coaching tree. Frankly, Bill Belichick's part of Tom Bill Parcells coaching tree, as far as I am concerned. But if you look at it, who's the who's the Belichick disciple that's made it? O'Brien. And it's been there have been ups and downs. See, I keep wanting to say McDaniels, but it's just like take a job already and don't leave somebody stag, and I'll actually give you credit. Don't draft Tim Tebow in the first round. Yeah, okay, didn't and that I? was on him. It was it, and and all the I'd things argue. that he did as far as the Cutler situation yeah. and, and a lot of the a lot of the mismanagement of that roster was on was on Josh McDaniels. But but if you look at it, who's the they Romeo Cornell did not work. Vrabel. Vrabel. How's Vrabel? Never, Vrabel. Co- never coached for him. Yeah, he That's did Vrabel. not. But still, but he for, I, no, he played for him though. But, but, no, but, still, you're, but you're right. I, he, I do. he played for him. Never coached for him. But, will, but I understand the category of the question. But does, does is there not like side credit? Ken, Ken, Kenner's right credit? though. Kenner's right. He will be considered part of the Belichick coaching yeah. tree, but he is not part of the Belichick coaching tree. But Vrabel hasn't made it yet. To your point, in my opinion. It's so it's 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 so we got an AFC title game appearance. Says it for you. This jabroni from that's coaching the Giants right now, hiring all these knucklehead college coaches. We got him over there too. But but if you look at the Doug Peterson has a Super Bowl, right? Mark Nagy has done a fantastic job in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky, of all people, at quarterback. Um, Frank Reich, isn't he part of the coaching tree as well? Or was he just part of Peterson's coaching tree, which I guess would still be part would of. still be part of. The roots are still deep. Yeah, yeah, they would still be part of Andy Reid's. I mean, just when you look at it, there there's so many guys that coached under Andy Reid over the years. I can't wait till Will starts referring to him as Jabroni Joe Judge. <laughs> yes. That's, it's Danny Dimes and Jabroni Joe Judge. Yes, that's, they both walk into the Meadowlands. He is so ecstatic look, about it. I am so down on him. There's no chance it doesn't work out. Right? Like, it's going to work out because. Is it not reverse? This, what's that? That I'm so down on him. Are you kidding me? Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones throws five touchdowns. Yeah, so like, Daniel Jones. Uh... Yeah. So that's it's bound to work out with Daniel Jones and it's bound to work out with Joe Judge because it just on paper looks so terrible. I'm just letting you know that, you know what? Whether you like it or not, I'm just going to show up with some at your house. Whether I'm using Food City gift cards or not, I'm going to show up with some uh, delicious food. Perhaps maybe it's going to be free of any of the uh, the MSG and the other things that you don't like. Gluten free. I just like I just no, no, I just like like protein. Give me meats. After what you described, what proteins do to you in the last week? I don't know if I'm going to give you any proteins. Oh, no, I, need off the, the I need the proteins. Yeah, that's why I signed you up for the wing eating contest yeah. with our boy Glenn Jacobs. Half pound per meal, five meals a day. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you want to do your part to help us out here at 99.1 The Sports Animal, or in particular here at the starting lineup? Well, we've teamed up with our friend Glenn Jacobs, and we're going to tell you more about how you can help out certain Knox County elementary schools coming up on the other side. You can do your part to help out during Reed City USA's uh, campaign to put better books into the school systems here in East Tennessee. Love it or leave it's next here on 99.1 FM. You're listening to the Sports Animal. This is a Tennessee Education Lottery Sports Minute. Late night action in the Australian Open. VFL Tennis Ingram fell to Roger Federer in five sets. Come from behind fashion in the quarterfinal round. Rafael Nadal defeated Nick Kragos in four sets. Currently in action, Novak Djokovic is leading uh, Miles Aronic in two sets to one, while Rafael Nadal and Dominic Thiem will 
begin tonight at 7 Eastern in quarterfinal action. Around the NBA, the Heat flame the Magic 113-92. Houston took down Utah 126-117. The Bulls got by the Spurs 110-109. Minnesota beat Sacramento 133-129. Around the SEC, two or three basketball programs have cracked the top 25. Kentucky moved up two spots to number 13. Auburn checked in at 17. LSU jumped back into the poll at number 22. It'll be Texas A&M at Tennessee tonight, 6.30. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 o'clock. All that right here on the Sports Animal. Tennessee Lottery is proud to have raised more than $5 billion for education in Tennessee. 642, get a check of the roads, Pete Michael's traffic. I'm Eric Kane. All right, so listener Cody on Facebook has posted a broken Roku TV to Facebook Marketplace. The rest of the TV works, the screen is cracked. And he has posted this to Facebook Marketplace. It is a 43-inch television. He is asking for, on Facebook Marketplace, $15 is what it lists as the price. But then he lists below that, this price is firm. I will not negotiate. This is not $15. This is a $15 gift card to Taco Bell. <laughs> that is the only payment that I will accept, is a $15 gift card to Taco Bell. I don't know where this can, is going. I don't know if you can fix this. I don't know if this can be used for parts. But I will only accept a $15 <laughs> gift card to Taco Bell as payment. Look, the man knows his price. The man knows his price. Welcome you back to the starting lineup here on 99.1 FM. You're listening to the Sports Animal. Hey, quickly, Tyler, Will, we're teaming up, and we're also going head-to-head with her friend Glenn Jacobs, the mayor here of Knox County. It's Reed City, USA. Will, this is what we're doing. We're asking our listeners to help us by dropping off new hardback elementary-level books here to our studios. You don't have to go far. It's right here in our lobby. There's a box right there. It's got our names on it. So if you would like to donate, again, new hardback elementary level books. I say again, new hardback elementary level books. Know that your work is going to go to the following schools. Will, are you ready? Amherst Elementary, Bell Morris Elementary, Carter Middle, Christian Berry Elementary, Freedom Christian Academy, Gibbs Middle, Northwest Middle, South Doyle Middle School, Gibbs High School, and South Knoxville Elementary. Yes, so we're collecting books to look. There's it's something everybody can get behind, even on the internet, is that listen, kids need to read. Yep. And so this is an opportunity if you want to be able to help these schools out with the Read City USA Book Drive Initiative. Just stop by our station, 4711 Old Kingston Pike. Drop off hardback children's level books here, and we appreciate you very much for doing that. This is Love It or Leave It for a Tuesday morning, Caner. When you break it all down, it comes to one simple question. Love it or leave it? Love it or leave it. All right, gentlemen, Kobe Bryant. What's a top five NBA player of all time? Love it or leave it? I don't know if Kobe's a top five player in NBA history. I know that when you look at some of the greatest out, you know, it's, it's weird, too, because just yesterday I was sitting there talking to a buddy of mine and he goes, who are the greatest players in NBA history? And I said, well, you got to look at the Los Angeles Lakers. And you know what's sad is that I think Kobe's the greatest Laker of all time. But but now that I sit here and I look at it in a spectrum of a whole, Jordan's on that list. LeBron's on that list. You know what? Now that I say it out loud and I think it through, hearing it for the first time. No, Kobe is a top five player in NBA history. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. And nothing against Kobe. I Jordan's one. Magic is two. Kareem is three. And I'm in, I do not like the Lakers, but I got to put two Lakers in the top three. Um, four. I'm 
four, I'm probably going to put uh, one of the old school guys in there. Bill Russell, look how many titles that he has. And then five, five, I'm going to put Shaq. If if not, I'm putting Elijah on. So, I mean, Kobe's all-time great. It's okay to be six. You know what I mean? It's okay to be seven. LeBron's going to be in there as well. And I'm going to put LeBron just ahead of Kobe. And, but the top three to me haven't moved. It's still going to be Jordan, Magic, Kareem. I probably would put LeBron, I guess, four, and then maybe Bill Russell, five. I just I can't fit Kobe on that list. The only person that I would put on that list that you didn't put on there is Bill Russell, and it's because of what he's done ring-wise. So, I mean, I don't disagree with you. On the fly, yeah, yeah, I'd leave that as well. Baylor's the best team in college basketball. Love it or leave it. I, I love this. I, I Honestly, I don't believe in anybody in college basketball right now at the top. They're, everybody's flawed. And what it means is we probably don't have as compelling of a regular season, but we probably have an incredibly compelling tournament. Right now, though, who are you buying outside of Gonzaga? Are you buying Gonzaga? They're probably going undefeated in their conference. Uh, but their conference is so terrible, I don't know what that necessarily means because teams St. Mary's, teams like that that normally are pretty good, Boise, aren't, aren't very good this year. So because of that, I'm going to have to say, yes, it's Baylor, and then I have Gonzaga as maybe the only other good team in college basketball. Uh, it's Gonzaga. It is Gonzaga. I'm going to leave Baylor. Give me Gonzaga right now. Now, Baylor can play defense. Baylor can actually get after you defensively, and they're one of the better defensive teams in the Big 12. But Killian Tilley right now, if you have not watched Killian Tilley play basketball, you're missing one of the greatest basketball players in college basketball right now. What would that team have been if he didn't have the injury last year? National champions. Possibly. That's why I think they're going to win the national championship this year. I'm telling you right now, every year we always argue, oh, WCC doesn't produce enough talent. Same story every year Gonzaga can run through the tournament. Today is National Blueberry Pancake Day. Blueberry pancakes are better than chocolate chip pancakes. Love it or leave it. I love this. Anything fruit is better than chocolate. I don't know if I have to. Look, I know I'm going really adult here. I know that might actually have people scoff, but strawberry, oh. blueberry. Hey, I love it too, Tyler. I'm with you. That but is the worst take in the history of this show. Uh, uh, Anything uh, fruit is better than chocolate. Is it though? Well, yes. I, I didn't say that, but I, I prefer blue, blueberry I, over chocolate. In my batter? Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's chocolate chip pancakes, man. What's wrong with y'all? I love y'all to death, but goodness gracious, that's a terrible take. I, listen, I, 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 am, I am leaving this. Blueberry pancakes are very good. I will take blueberry pancakes over the pancakes with the fruit on top, but no, chocolate chip pancakes over blueberry pancakes. I mean, call this an unpopular take, but nothing's more disgusting, in my opinion, when you see uh, just a mountain of pancakes, so much chocolate in them, smothered in maple syrup. I'm just like... I don't see the that. problem there. Well, then you need to do more squats, Gary Kane. That's what that tells you. Or you would say, yes, give me all of these cheap carbs right now. Keith Hernandez guest spot on Seinfeld was the funniest performance by an athlete in television history. So I, I'm going to jump on this one. The I love this. I love this. I, I've tried to go through, like, I'm trying to think of who would be better. When I saw the the whole, um, what was the baseball Whatever the awards show ceremony was over the weekend that the they baseball had. writers America. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you had Jerry sitting next to Keith, I was thinking, who had a funnier turn on television than Keith Hernandez with the second spitter on the grassy knoll? So because of that, I I it was fantastic because he actually acted. It wasn't just he's out there doing a quick skit and leaving. Number two for me is Peyton Manning on Saturday Night Live. But number one is going to be Keith Hernandez there with the whole asking Jerry to move. It was an entire character arc for an athlete, which is not something that you see in television. Tip of the cap to Keith Hernandez and his turn on Seinfeld. Okay, there are three that immediately come to mind, okay? Is this TV and movies, or is it just TV? Television history. TV. So then I can't put Tyson in the hangover. All right, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Or Kareem on uh, Airplane. That means I can't put Euchre in Major League. 
So then TV history, it's got to be Keith then. Unless Don Mattingly and the Simpsons. Daryl Strawberry was funnier than Don Mattingly and the Simpsons, unintentionally. See, Wade Boggs was some, the funniest of them. Why don't you go one. eat some chocolate chip pancakes? <laughs> I would. I would. The uh, league has some really good appearances from NFL uh, players. The league does. Not, not saying it's better than Seinfeld by any means and Keith Who Hernandez. Was it, it Sproles? Sproles has been on there. Jordan Cameron and Cameron Jordan. Yeah, but Sproles in the high supremacist. Yes, that, that was hilarious. Uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch was on. I mean, there was a tons and tons and tons. All right, last one. Lady Vols will make the Elite Eight. Love her, leave it. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this. They're, they've got a nice team this year, and you're you're seeing a lot of people. Renai Davis is starting to lift this team. He's 30 points against LSU. Nice performance. They've got some solid role players on this team. Kelly Harper's probably another season, season and a half away before we start talking about a step, a doorstep away from the national championship. I'm I'm gonna leave this as well. I think we're Sweet 16 time this year. And then next yeah, year, you look and yeah. see, can you get back to the Elite Eight? And then we'll see, you're probably a three-year process to even get back in the conversation of the Final Four. But Lady Vols will be back in the tournament. They'll make a little noise in the tournament, get to the Sweet 16. Could they get to the Elite Eight? Yes. But right now, I, I wouldn't pick them as one of the eight best teams in the nation. So because of that, I can't say that they're going to get to the Elite Eight. Would you pick Sharon and her staff as probably the best shoe provider in Knoxville at New Balance Knoxville? That's right. New Balance Knoxville Suburban Shopping Center, the perfect fit every time. Here's what I love as well. Look, if, if you're a tennis player, you don't need a running shoe. If you're a basketball player, you don't need a tennis shoe. If you're somebody like me you need and you're, you like to lift weights, you don't need a running shoe for that as well. The perfect shoe, the perfect fit. Made in USA product every single time. New Balance Knoxville. I'm going to do a start bench cut on the fly. Will you hang with me on this one? Better sports. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to rip you off here because you just said TV, but I want to go movie here, okay? I want to go movie here just for a sec- for the sake of it. Best athlete appearance in a movie. Lee Trevino and Happy Gilmore. Dan Marino and Ace Ventura. It's, it's got to be Marino, probably. Is it, though? Yeah. Or Brett Favre and something about Mary. Ah, uh, that's a good one, too. That's a really good one. I will go Brett Favre and something about Mary, actually. Really? Um, That's I, not Snowflake. Of, of that list. That's not of, Snowflake. Of that, of that list. Finkel is Einhorn. Well, if we're saying best athlete in the movie, it's Ray Allen and he got game. Oh, of course. Jesus, Shuttlesworth might be one of the best ever. So, because he was... You know what I mean? He was he wasn't the star, but he was the number one supporting actor that was in that. You know, I'm looking up at uh, LeBron and Trainwreck was good. I'm looking up at Aussie Open coverage right now. How about your boy Johnny McEnroe and Mr. Deeds? Uh that that is really good. That's really good. LeBron and Trainwreck actually might be there. And a Trainwreck, I'm not a big fan of, of Amy Schumer. I loved her show on Comedy Central, but I, I don't like the rest of it. But man, he did a great job on that. A great job. Also, Carl Weathers was an NFL linebacker, let's not forget, before we start disrespecting Apollo Creed. Coming up, hour number two of the program. Let's dive a little bit more into the Super Bowl. Plus, we got a practice report. Vols tonight, 11-point favorites at home against Texas A&M. Has Buzz Williams started to find his groove Derek Collins Station? We'll find out. Hour two of TSL's on the way next. 99.1 FM, the sports animal.